Finally, the problem that won't go away and which will test all the powers of the new Pope and people of goodwill everywhere, clerical child sexual abuse. A film documentary called Mea Maxima Culpa, Silence in the House of God, had its Irish premiere at the Jemison Dublin Film Festival and continues to play at selected cinemas around the country. Here's a flavour of that film. When a man is ordained a priest... He is changed ontologically. He is made a different brand of human being. In the confessional booth, there was a dividing wall, but there was a little space so you could sign back and forth, and he would bless you. And he told me to take off my pants. Mea Maxima Culpa. Jerry McArdle went along to see it with author and activist Andrew Madden and afterwards, over a coffee in the IFI cafe, Andrew gave his reaction. Uh, it, it did move me. It moved me to anger. Um, I, I did feel sad for the, for, for the men who, as boys, were going through those experiences and um, having them visit them upon them by, by uh, this, this priest Murphy. Um, so I felt sad for them and I felt very angry that... I was looking at um, yet another example of children being sexually abused uh, by a man known to others to be somebody who shouldn't be anywhere near children. And uh, so there was the children's experience, um, what he was doing to them, and uh, the the fact that people within the hierarchy had knowledge uh, that they should have been acting on and uh, would have helped uh, not have these experiences visited upon other children. And I thought it was well made. I think it was difficult for it to try and uh, look at the macro story, the micro story, and then flit around other countries. So when it arrived in Ireland, it, it looked at the Tony Walsh case, uh, which was one of the very significant chapters in the Murphy report. And um, but it, it, it seemed to think that the story in Ireland exploded in 2010, and it had been going on since the mid-90s. So the, this flitting around the place meant that there was it lent itself to inaccuracies. And um, uh, and then, it, but I mean, it was it was it was it was good to, to to look at the Tony Walsh case, but they could have gone into it in a lot more detail. They certainly exposed yet again that what they'd exposed about um, Milwaukee and uh, Wisconsin was the fact that he was he was a man um, like so many others, sexually abusing children, and and a man who uh, his superiors within the church knew was somebody who shouldn't have access to children at all. So it was the same thing. It was it was um, uh, young children being sexually abused by priests, um, uh, who members of the Catholic hierarchy had previous uh, knowledge about, um, and that's very annoying. No matter how many times you see it and hear it repeated, uh, it makes you very angry because you realise so much damage was done that could have been avoided. First of all, all children are vulnerable by virtue of being children. Um, but with people with a propensity to sexually abuse children will always look for, for vulnerability. So it may be looking for a quiet child, somebody who's not a loud mouth, somebody who's not part of the football team and hanging around with a gang, so somebody who might be a little bit isolated, overly polite, uh, brought up to be, you know. Um, that can be the sort of thing that somebody might um, uh, look to take advantage of. In this case... Um, we learned that the priest uh, sought out not just deaf children, but deaf children whose parents couldn't sign, so that the children had no way of letting the parents know they were being sexually abused, or certainly made it a lot more difficult. Um, And that just shows you how sick these people are and uh, the lengths that they will go. 
um, and, and seemingly no conscience around uh, the effect of what they were having doing was having on the children. The children were already isolated because they were in a, 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 a residential school for the deaf. So they were living in less than ideal circumstances. And then this, this uh, vulnerability to be further exploited in the most grotesque way, with no regard for the, for the, for the children at all, um, it was really quite horrifying. It's not often you hear that level, it's not often certainly that I've heard that level of uh, excuse-making being made by perpetrators, but it really was quite a low point in the film. And, um, but no more low, in my opinion, than the excuse-making you hear from the bishops and the cardinals who justify their covering up. And, uh, I, I, you know, I mean, that sort of stuff makes me angry. But I noticed Cardinal Dolan in the film, well used to... Uh, trying to be seen to be talking about these issues while not talking about them at all. And yet again in that film, he talked about young people, you know, and the, 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 the priests raping, molesting and sexual abusing children is now paraphrased as inappropriate relations with young people by, uh, by people like Cardinal Dolan. And there he was again in the film. He never lets the word abuse or children or rape or molestation or buggery. Those words don't pass his lips lips when he's talking about this subject matter and uh, that sort of thing makes me just as angry as the paedophile in question uh, justifying and making excuses for their behaviour In the canon of documentaries and bearing in mind our own documentaries like Cardinal Secrets and States of Fear Sewing the Pope How does it stand, how does it compare? Um, well, I suppose uh, it's going to a different audience. I mean, the, you know, it's going to an international audience. It's informing people who haven't read the Murphy Report and the Boston Report and the Philadelphia Report and so on. So it's important from that point of view. Um, I don't think it's going to have the, the same effect as the ones we've had in this country in terms of a, a, a trigger effect. You know, states of fear um, caused the government to set up the Child Abuse Commission, which eventually produced the Ryan Report. Suing the Pope, which was a BBC documentary, um, when that was broadcast, uh, the government set up the Ferns Inquiry. Um, after years of resistance, the government agreed to the Dublin Commission and the Archives of Dublin because of Cardinal Secret's primetime programme. So these inquiries were set up in response to very well-made television programmes. So they, they had a trigger, they had a knock-on effect. Um, I'm not sure that this will have that knock-on effect, but I think it's important that this information, which some of us are very familiar with, is being imparted to uh, a wider audience. Andrew Madden, and that's our programme for this week. If you'd like to comment, our email address is godslot at rte.ie. The phone number is 01-208-2039 and the postal address is the godslot, RTE Radio 1, Dublin 4. Next Friday is Good Friday and we'll be back with a distinguished and eclectic panel to speculate on what Jesus might do if he were to walk the earth in modern times. Idar on Dahlin, Gugudi Jishif. I gotta have faith.